How kind of you for for you to suggest that I lead this off? <laughs> yeah, I think that you should. Oh, we're gonna lead it off together. You got a little, <laughs> just a little, little slipper slobber on you. <laughs> you gay. We do. You're a homosexual. Homosexual. Oh, I felt it. It was a dribble. Yeah, there's a little, a little dot there. It was cold. Welcome to We Can't Be Friends, where having conversations with your ex is possible. See? My name is... <laughs> <laughs> See? That's how you're supposed to start it, you turkey. <laughs> Welcome to We Can't Be Friends, where having conversations with your ex is possible. It is going to be... <laughs> it is going to be possible. It is possible. Yes. Kim Possible. What's my name? <laughs> Kim Possible. <laughs> <sighs> you're plain Shane. I am playing. <laughs> Welcome to We Can't Be Friends. We're having conversations with your ex as possible. My name is T. Milvian. And this is Plain Shane. And it's been a long time, y'all. It's been a long time. But I missed y'all. I actually feel like there has been so much that has transpired in both of our lives. And I feel like it's time to talk about it. Yes. Got a lot to get off of our chest. A lot For of catching sure. up to do. Started in... So, like, no, our last um, brought, bah, blah, blah, podcast was in 2023. June. June. June of 2023. It is now January 2024. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Merry Christmas. Happy Kwanzaa. Happy Energy New Year. All those thingy majiggies. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We just had Matthew Martin Luther King Day. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> Matthew Martin Luther King Day. <laughs> we just had Martin Luther King Day. Happy Martin Luther King Day. <laughs> but anyways, let's talk about it. So, you know, what was our last thing you even talked about last time? Do you remember? Last time we did a freestyle. Our last episode was a freestyle. And we just kind of said, we got some shit to get off our chest. Kind of like what we're going to do today. Right. But what shit did we get off our chest? See, we should have listened to it. But anyway... So let's just talk about the fact that we started this podcast based off the fr- the fact that we were we became best friends after a relationship, right? And it's been over two years since that relationship, and we've been the best of friends ever since. And single life has been interesting for us, and I know that being single for the last two years has made a huge impact on my life in a good way. Yes, but also in a way that could be detrimental to any potential people in my future. Yeah. Person. Sure. So much has changed because of that. Yeah. Being single, you gain like this level of independence. And you don't want to let it go. Uh, And then when I, you know, I had roommates when I first became single and then I lost the roommates and everything. So it was like, I'm doing everything on my own and it felt so good. And well, it feels good. I'm still doing it on my own like paying all my own bills. It's like, I don't, you know, I don't even want nobody to help me because I am so independent. And it's like, as soon as you start helping me and I'm dependent on you, then I'm going to expect that. And then it's like, what if something goes wrong? And now I have to pick up where I left off and. Humans are just flawed. And when you don't have to depend on anybody else but yourself, you only have nobody else to blame but yourself. Yeah. I really stay close to you. I don't want to. Yeah, exactly. Get close. I don't want to become codependent. Again, and I think that 
part of becoming single and gaining that independence. It's almost like when you do start to stumble upon a situation, it's like, oh, I'm afraid of codependency because I don't want to ever be in a situation where I could lose everything. Yeah. Been there, done that. Mm-hmm. A couple few times. And then even in the dating game, especially nowadays, especially in this year, in this time, it is nowhere near like it used to be. Not the same. To me, it's just... Oh, it's so quick. So fast-paced. Pew, pew, pew. Yeah. And I don't want to be codependent emotionally either. And that's the scary part about dating, too, is becoming emotionally codependent because then what if things don't work out and now I'm, like, hurt again over, you know, something that didn't even have to go there? Because I've got feelings invested now in a situation. Tell me about it. Oh, it's it's such a rough place to be in when you've been so independent to go independent for like two and a half years to date and then become invested emotionally to go nowhere. Yeah, to feel like it, it could be a dead end road. It makes me think like, okay, so when you are dating, but do you only think that way because of the independence that you gained while you were single? That's what I'm getting at. Is like, are we finding red flags because we have this expectation now? Because we have become so independent. Like, you really have to wow me. You really have to prove to me. It's like, do we need constant reassurance because of the mental state we're in now from being single? Because me, I can I can only vouch for myself. I've been in relationships since I was 17 years old. I was, I've never been single for two years since I was in high school. Um, see, no, I've done, it, I've done the single thing for, you know, year gaps two year gaps but i think it's though like even though i i can't like even though you ha- i had the single i still had a tie to somebody even though i was single right technically you know what i'm saying there was a no codependency label, would you say not even a codependency but i just you know like the when you single you supposed to have a you will have a void in a sense because you don't or have like that a, significant other or anything yeah. like that so like even though i was single technically but i still had like everyday friend right you know what i'm saying yeah well i think that's important in any sort of like transition in your life is to have that everyday friend like i have a lot of friends but i only have a couple everyday friends and really (laughs) one major everyday friend for sure i have my snapchat streaks and stuff like that but it's it's always good to have like a everyday friend just to i guess that's a codependency in itself (sighs) do you not agree no it is codependency that's the thing i'm just thinking about like but I also think about, was the codependency there prior to pandemic or no? Yeah, I've always had it because when it wasn't you, it was Jamie. When it wasn't Jamie, it was, some, it was a boyfriend before that. It's like, I've always had somebody that's like an everyday person. I've had Samantha, Andre. So oh. there's always been a time period in my life where I've had like a one solid foundation. So I guess that makes it easier when you have friends. So I guess I've never really been single and not had a support system, uh, even my mom, you know? But I mean, that's completely different. To me, being single and having a support system and then just being single, that's in on the romantical aspect of things. They are just two different things. They are. Mm, I don't really feel like I lack intimacy. As mm-hmm. much as I like it, when I was single, it wasn't like I was lacking intimacy. Like I needed, like as a single person, I don't feel like I've I lacked intimacy. Like I needed affection all the time 
I kind of felt good about being alone. And when I wanted to like, you know, freak nasty, that was one thing, but I wasn't sitting there like making love or, you know, kissing on trade or nothing like that. <laughs> I don't do that. <laughs> no, not you. No. Mm-mm. I don't kiss a trade girl. <laughs> I can't. Is that bad? Mm-mm. No. I'm just like. I mean, unless they, they look like they're really good kissers. I'm like, ooh. No, I, I definitely don't. I, don't, I can't kiss everybody. No, that's no you can't mind. kiss everybody. No. No, I, yeah. And that no. kind of contradictory, though, like you're about to fool around. <laughs> um, no, what you mean? Like, we don't gotta, to me, you don't have to kiss the fool around. Like, uh, mm. you lick their booty, but not the tongue. <laughs> I don't lick everybody's booty neither, though. Like, Period. and that's just on some real shit. Period. Like, no, like, we gotta work our way up to that. Not even, oh, mm, all booties ain't. <laughs> you know, like, Lickable, yeah, just yeah. Mm. Anyway, like, like get out of that one. You gotta have like, a pretty kitty. <laughs> yeah, so first, like anybody got, mm-mm, anybody got time for that? Because there are some ugly booty holes out here, bitch, and it's just like it's a no for me, bitch. That's not lickable. Yeah, no. And some people are just disgusted by that. But again, you general. know, they did, they did have come out with this new cream, you know, this new serum on Facebook. For the assets, I mean, oh. it helps to make you uh, have a pretty butt. A nicer looking one or a yummier one? It's supposed to help with like, so, so pretty much it's booty hole care, aftercare. Oh, okay. So it helps to help it helps with- helps it snap back. Snap back. It helps Boomerang. with uh, coloration. Like elastic. It helps with, yes, it helps, the, it helps with elasticity. It helps with uh, like the irritation, you know, that you get mm. the discomfort afterwards. So yeah, it's to help actually make it snap back faster. It's like a vaginal rejuvenation serum. Period. Okay. Yes, it's a booty snap back. Tea. Yeah. <laughs> I sent it to you on Facebook. Oh. Yeah, check it out. Mm-hmm. It's, right it, it's a booty hole serum. It is called booty hole care. <laughs> I said, oh check shit. Check Facebook okay, messages. <laughs> Just saying, like, I was like, hmm, things are so changing. We are having booty hole care. Like, they are making sure that the facts is prepared. Okay, okay? what a time to be alive. Like, here, bottoms, hello, listen here. Bottoms up. Period. They're going to make this pussy purr. Uh, Perfect. Brrr. Stop. Make it snap back. <laughs> so, when we talk about gaps in between relationships, okay, like I said, I've always kind of, like, jumped from one relationship to another not like with like i'm not like one of them girls like in a week or two but like four months six months i was ready so now that i've taken two years and that was so healthy for me mm-hmm. and i feel like i was i built I, I did a lot of growing during that period it makes me wonder like how soon is too soon to start dating and i guess that's different for everybody but in my head i'm thinking just from prior experience like the four to six month waiting period was not healthy for me because I would jump into a relationship. And then the two years that I've been single so far have been the most growth that I've had as an adult. And it's like scary to jump into something. Even after two years, it's like, oh my God, I'm scared because <clears throat> am I going to lose all this independence I just gained? And see, but see, you look at, you look at the independence aspect of it. I look at it as, I'm right on top of it. I look at it as, am I going to get the same effort? Am I going to get the same energy 
that I put into this situation? Am I going to get that from the same person? Right. Like, because when you're alone, you learn to do it all on your own. Yeah. You accept what you know, what you're capable of doing for yourself. So now it's like, my expectation is I'm not, I'm never going to expect something out of you that I can't do for you, Period. but vice versa. Period. So if you can't give me X, Y, and Z, which I can offer you, then it's not going to work out. And so and, now and it, the bar is higher for us because we know what we want, but we know what we don't want. And that's just, and they say that, you know, it all comes with age, but like, it is the truth. I do feel like as you get older, you do get to that point where like, you do know what you want and you do know what you're going to put up with. And, what you can tolerate. And then when you, the crazy part is, is like, as I, as I go through my life right now, I see like red flags are just so see. prevalent in my life and I see them and this is like literally trying so to put to a triangle in a square. It's just like, they are not gonna fit. After you deal with so many gaslighters and manipulators, you start to know the signs. So once they start doing it to you, you're like, wait a second, uh, bitch, I've seen this before. Right, like- Been there, done like, that, no, 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 no. And see, and on, on a whole nother token, I also feel like about me and your situation, right? Mm -hmm. Like I can already tell when somebody's trying to pursue me or whatever, if we're going to be better off as friends, mm -hmm. like, you know, we could potentially be cute or whatever, but maybe we're just supposed to be friends. I think stuff like that too. For sure. Like, because I've been there, I know like you can have a really, really strong gravitation towards somebody like intellectually, like in your soul and everything, but that doesn't necessarily mean that y'all are yeah, supposed, supposed to be, be together. together. Mm -hmm. Yeah, true facts on that one. And, so, and but and so it's like it's scary because when I do get into a situation where somebody's trying to date me and I start to think all that stuff, it's like, are you sabotaging yourself, <laughs> or it could because could this really be the one? And right. now you're just now thinking you're thinking of excuses of why this could be wrong and what if this is just supposed to be my friend what if this and what if that and can i tolerate this and can i tolerate that you know what i mean it's like <laughs> got your mind going nuts thousand miles an Give hour you an extra a whole another avenue to think about stuff yeah and what does it make you check all your make sure you check all your boxes yeah it's like i mean obviously what i tell myself is just to really pace myself and not to get ahead of myself because, you know, I like to jump to conclusions. I like to think far ahead. I like to, like, play the future out, like, mm -hmm. years in advance. Yeah. And I'm like, you can't do that. You need to just take it one step at a time. Because as soon as you start thinking, like, well, what if this and what if that? It's, it's sabotage. And, uh, you know, it makes it hard for the person that's trying to pursue you to want to continue to pursue you when they have to be so patient with you. Because you're like, oh, I need time. I need space. I don't do this. Don't do that. And then I feel like a bitch and I feel like, oh, you're doing too much when really they're just like affectionate. Yeah. They're just trying to show you that they care and they actually love you. Right. And it's like you sit around single and you think about, okay, when I date again, I hope that I, this person does this and that and is, they're obsessed with me. I want them to love me. I want them to be all over me. And then you get in that situation and then they start doing that stuff. And it's like, hold up now. Is this real? I'm used to, no, I'm used to being sitting at home on my couch by myself. Not, <laughs> you know, so it's conflicting and it makes me wonder like how soon is too soon? How soon is too soon? And how long is too long? Right. Because then if you go too long, then you become really out of touch with dating. And then it's like, I have no idea what I'm doing. And most people, 
even people that are going to listen to this are going to say, well, you'll just know when it's right. Okay. And I believe that because, you know, I've been in a situation where I'm not, I try not to question things because I'm like, this just feels right. And I can't deny myself this because it just feels right. What if you get in a situation and so much time progresses and it's just still staying stagnant at a, at, at a, a standstill? Like how long, how long is dating supposed to be? Right. And that's a good question too, because, you know, there are people that date, date, date forever. And then they've been together for 10 years. Oh, okay. Let's go ahead and get married. And then sometimes that ruins everything. I just feel like when I'm in my situation, I'm supposed to be head over heels for that person and end one forever. And if I don't, if I don't even see the potential for forever, then I don't want it. <sighs> so if, if I were to get into a situation where I felt like things were stagnant and I'm not getting any sort of feedback like, oh, you know, this could potentially be something eventually, then I would be out. I'd be done. I'm not going to get strung along by nobody. And I also don't want to strangle anybody else along. That's what I said earlier. It's like, I'm not going to expect anything out of you that I don't expect my, or that I can't deliver myself. So, okay, let me ask this. I mean, you know, we've had our conversations. So for the people, like when you are single and you out here dating, so are you supposed to just date one person? Are you supposed to date multiple people? Are you supposed to just, you know, have your choices? Like, is it, a, is it wrong for me as a single individual to date multiple people or am I supposed to just put my eggs all in one basket? I think that's a sticky situation and I think everybody has a different answer for that. But me in particular, I feel like date, quote unquote, dating and talking to somebody is completely different. So if we're talking, even fooling around, but like nothing serious, then sure, I'm, I'm, I could talk to somebody else on the side. If somebody flirts with me, I'm going to flirt back. Like if I'm out of the club, I'm not committed to somebody that I just texted or met on Grindr or some shit. But now if you ask me out on a date, we go on a date, things go well. You're like, oh, when can we go on another date? And I'm sitting here, we're texting, anticipating that next day. At this point, we're dating. Okay, so if somebody else hits me up and is like, do you want to go on a date? It, it would be kind of conflicting for me because I'd be like, well, if you would have asked me two weeks ago, yeah, I probably would have went on this date. But right but now. But you're single. Why can't you go on a date? I, that, and that's the question, right? Single and dating. And where is the line? I think once there's like an emotional investment within the dating where it's like, oh, I kind of like you. You kind of like me. Let's see where this dating thing goes. That's when you should not necessarily be exclusive, but... It would make it, I'm just saying for me, it would make it hard for me to want to pursue any other option while I'm over here, like telling this person, hey, you know, let's see where this goes. That would kind of feel like. But isn't that just like, that's putting yourself to a point where you just. Well, I thought about that too, because I'm like. One person, because at the end of the day, if you are not had the conversation of being exclusive to that individual to where, you know, like. To me, a conversation has to be had. I definitely believe the conversation needs to be had. So it's just like if we're if I'm single and we go on a date and it's great and hell we go on several dates and it's great, but there's no conversation of of being as exclusive or like you know this is is this just a us thing you know I'm gonna do me. No, I a thousand percent you agree know? with that. And I also thought like, what if I'm dating somebody and things start to get serious and somebody from my past comes. 
that I've always wanted to date and they're like finally in the position and I'm not necessarily attached because I'm dating, right? Then do it's like, would I pass up on the chance to get to know somebody that I thought that I had potential with in the past? And of course, I'm not saying take a step back, but you know, timing is everything and everybody's not always in the right position. You're not always supposed to meet somebody at that time. Mm-hmm. So is it going to like infiltrate my this situation over here? You know, I've thought about the potential of that happening. Like, and what would I do? But my thing is like, it wouldn't be wrong to me. It wouldn't be wrong for you to go. I don't necessarily, I wouldn't say wrong. Okay. Because we can obviously justify it, but I would say my conscience wouldn't sit right with that. Like me ghosting on one person just because, oh, well, actually I have I more mean, time why invested you gotta, with this person. Why you got to ghost? Because at the end of the day, I mean. You say date both? Well, why can't you? That's my thing. Why can't I? I'm single. I'm not saying you can't. You know, that's my, like, to me. I'm, I'm saying, in do my I life, think I could? I don't know. To let the people understand, I'm really just being honest and raw and real with it. Like, that's where it's been for my life, for real. It's been a, is it wrong for me to be single and do me? Why is it wrong for me to do me if I'm single? Unless there's a conversation being had that you want something other than what's happening okay so let's 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 give us a scenario okay you're single but dating somebody you guys have went on several dates you've been spending a lot of time together emotions are getting involved mm-hmm. you're even saying i love you uh, and you've no. had no we're not saying i love you i'm not saying you are i'm giving you a scenario okay but i'm just saying no we're not we're not saying i love you part but it's, it's definitely emotionally invested situation Okay, so say you're emotionally invested and, you know, at this point you want to see where things are going with that person. Yeah. You're hoping that you guys can maybe talk about going to the next level and then somebody asks you out on a date. Mm-hmm. What do you do? I'm going out on that date. Are you having the conversation with said individual first and saying, hey, let, let's see where this goes, like try to get an answer, or are you going to go see what happens over here? So, my well, my thing is so... This is with this individual. We've already had this conversation. I'm about, people, we're talking hypothetically here. And I'm saying in the hypothetical, has this conversation already been had about us, you know, being this situation or no? Right. About being exclusive. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. You guys are in a, in the situation where things are getting emotionally, you guys are getting emotionally involved mm-hmm. and you need to have a conversation about going to the next level. And all of a sudden, your past comes creeping up on you before you have the conversation. Do you have the conversation first or do you check in with the past? And we're not saying an old fling. We're saying somebody that you wanted to date before, but neither one of you were available. And now you're somewhat available. What do you do? Do you see where this new thing is going to head first? Or do you check out the past, dip your toes in that water? That's sticky. Ooh. (laughs) That's that's, that's like. What's your answer? Think fast. Off the top of your head. Off the top of my head, I'm going to go see what it is. You're going to go, I'm gonna go see with what the it old is. flame. Yeah. I'm going to go see what it is because at the end of the day, me personally, me going to go see the old past, I mean, I'm about to go fuck them. I'm about to go, you know what I'm saying? I'm just going to go see what's up. Like, I could, it could just be, it could be a whole going out to dinner, having a conversation. It don't mean that, you know, we have to go jump Jeff's bones. So, me going to go see what is being said. To me, it's, not, it's nothing because okay. and so I, then, I feel like it's how you handle the situation. 
just as like to me, if I was, it was in a relationship with somebody or dating somebody, and they go see they 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 ex or whatever, I'm not gonna feel a certain type of way because I'm supposed to trust you one. And why would I feel a certain type of way? I should just, I should trust that you're going to handle yourself in that situation correctly. You should. Period. And so, with that being said, where is the line? When when is it time to be exclusive? When's the appropriate well, time? Yeah. I, 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 what? When do you? Is think? there a time frame? That's my like. Is there a time frame? Because to me, I do feel like we both have agreed that a conversation is obviously needs to be had. Don't ever to, assume. That, that were exclusive. Yeah. I do feel... Because that'll get your feelings hurt. <laughs> I do. I can say, okay, so like, me personally, after two years of dating somebody, I think a conversation needs to be had. <laughs> <laughs> me personally. Two years. After, after two years. You guys are exclusive after two years. And after, exactly, that part. So after two years. But what, what constitutes, because time isn't always everything. Time works differently for everybody. Some people want to be exclusive immediately. Some people are like, let's see where this goes. And it takes months, you well, know, but well, in my personal what needs to happen? In to my say, personal experience, we was, we, we've been doing our thing. After a year goes by, my feelings were starting to get invested into the situation more than I thought it was going to be. Did I ever expect it to even go this far? Not at all. But it did go that far. And I'm a human. I have a heart. And it got to the point where it's just like, okay, I actually do care about this person. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, all right. Did you subconsciously assume that you guys should be exclusive? I, no. Because I've done that before. I, not at all. Because even though I have, even though my feelings were getting deeper for this individual, I didn't, it didn't go to the point where I'm like, okay, well, I want to be, I want to. I want it to be exclusive, me and you. Just you know, I lock it down. No, I was still was I was okay with me being single and just knowing that I do have feelings for this person. I was okay with that. Like that was fine. There was no need for it to go any further. But now that it has gotten further, it's just like okay, now we done did two years. We need to have. I feel like that. But is that two years of talking or two years of dating? Because like two years of fucking is like I, plenty of people have friends with benefits. When do when do the emotions and, and that's what I'm saying. based off of a, when the emotions started to play in? Well, I know my emotions started getting invested after year after the first year. So a year of emotions being involved. Yeah, I can say that. And then you say, okay, when is it time to have the conversation? When are we going to be exclusive to each other? Because I mean, at the end of the day, like I if I personally, I need to know: is there going to be an end game in this situation? Do you see me in your future is like them? Yeah, so part. that's, I mean, we've already kind of touched on that a little bit. It's like, in order to be exclusive, we need to, like, I need to know sooner rather than later that there's the potential of this going further. Or like, I want to be in this situation for an extended period of time. And I don't ever say forever because it's just something I'm not ready to say. But, but could I see myself being with you and having, you know, a strong connection with you for a long period of time. <laughs> that's, imp that's important. <laughs> it is important. And what is, what constitutes being together? Would you say what? So Say like there's dating, there's living together. Cause that's my thing is like, I don't think I can marry anybody that I haven't lived with. Oh, hell yeah. No. So I think there's like a slow progression where you're dating, you're talking, then you're dating, then you become exclusive. And then eventually you have to move in together. 
But when you come exclusive, when do you become boyfriends? Or consider I mean, that's a couple? Exclusive. Once you become exclusive, that's, that's when so you, you feel like, So you feel exclusive is consistent of a title? Because I don't feel like exclusive mm. is consistent of a title. If we're dating and we're exclusive to each other and I'm trying to spend my time with you, you're trying to spend my time with me, then yeah. But I'm just saying, so then, so you feel that exclusive equals a title? I think the title is exclusive. We're exclusive. It doesn't necessarily mean you're my boyfriend. So then when do you become boyfriends? When you guys decide that you want to claim each other publicly. So that's Because becoming exclusive, that's between me and you. What we share with the world, that's between us and the world. So you can be exclusive and then move in, but I'll be in boyfriend. I mean, if that's the way you want it, if that's the way the cookie crumbled, but I don't think I'd move in with somebody that I didn't call my boyfriend. Well, I'm just trying to figure out the Because I want to move in with you because I want to see what it's like to live with you. That's what I'm saying. I'm trying to figure out the timeline of what it is. Is dating. I mean, talking is dating. Exclusive. Boyfriends. Move in. Move in. <laughs> okay. That's what I'm just like. And am I crazy in. for the moving in thing? What do you feel about that? Don't you? Oh think no, you because I. Oh hell yeah! If because you're working on marriage, you definitely. Um, you learn a lot about individuals. Like you should live together for a year at when least. You, and, uh, and I, I continue to live with this person for the rest of my life. Yeah. Do you have the same cleaning habits as me? Do you? Go, I, like, yeah. Even if you're so madly in love with somebody, you spend a year with them and start to hate the, the little things that they do. Like. Yep. You know, actually, I love you, but I don't know if I can deal with this for the rest of my life. That part. No, that's to me, that's real shit. I truly, I, yeah, you definitely need to live with an individual. A year is definitely a minimum before, Mm -hmm. but, yeah. You know, I had an ex, and he's big, like, tall and stalky or whatever, and every bed that we had, like, you know, I like to cuddle. We sleep in the middle of the bed. Every bed we had ended up with like this big dip. And, you know, six months into having a new bed, we're like buried into the mattress, no matter what kind of mattress it was either. And I'm like, I don't know if I can deal with this for the rest of my life. I'm going to have to get a custom I'm about to say, why you have to get you a really expensive one, honey? You don't have to get you that good old $5,000 purple, hun. Yeah, because I was like, this is an every time. Yeah, no. That would you yeah. know how like when you go That's camping and you have your air mattress and the air starts to deflate and you guys start to sink in the middle of it? That's what my bed at fucking home was like. That's horrible for yeah. full mattress. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like get folded in that bitch uh, like a hot dog. <laughs> fuck up, no. Okay, I got another thing. Okay, to talk about with dating when you're dating or single, whatever. OnlyFans, Twitter, content. How do you feel about that? I think that comes, that is right up there in the line with becoming exclusive. Like once you become exclusive, that's when that conversation needs to happen. But at the same time, there are plenty of people that date and have OnlyFans. So that's like a a conversation between you and the person you're dating. And, you know, there's a lot of people now that are in open relationships and stuff. So it kind of just really depends on your situation. I think how y'all want to navigate your relationship polygamy monogamy like let's talk about it (laughs) (laughs) but before we get to that i was gonna say this though when it comes to making content and you know whatever i'm trying to say i'm trying to figure out how to say this you may have to chop it up but when is the content that is being created 
yours to do whatever you see fit. No, personally, I feel like if, <laughs> is if, that, did I say that right? Yeah. Okay. If I start recording and you don't say anything, then and you know I'm recording, and you're okay with it, then that's my video, okay? But if you say no, don't record immediately. I'm like, okay, I won't. Or okay. you know, even go as far as like, can I record? Then that's my video. But as you know, as um, OF models. If you want to put anybody on your page, you have to oh, have a model have, oh, release yeah. form. You got to. Yeah. So, you know, Twitter doesn't necessarily have that. But at that point, that gives the other person, the other party, you know, fair game to say, this person is using me on their content. Get your whole page shut down. Mm-hmm. So it's not necessarily about what you think is okay. It's about legally, you can't really do that. Okay, but see, this is my thing. If you don't want anything out there, then you don't record it, period. Right. For nobody. That's just that. Because to me, once you press record, you are giving up. Permission. You are given permission, bitch, to yeah. you're given right there. The That's fact just like that when you the go fact online. that you let it be completely done. The fact that you That's you not leave, verbal. That's not verbal consent you, though. What do you mean? That's not verbal consent. What do you mean? They're not verbally saying, Yes, you can record me just because they let you. You saw me recording, you watched me <laughs> record you. You saw the flash, like, come on, bitch. So you knew that it was on. <laughs> you got, you let me send it to you on Snap. So you have your copy. I don't get it, right? And you don't say anything. And you don't say nothing. Two weeks later, and it ends up on Twitter. And now you got a lot to say. <laughs> I'm trying to figure it out. Like, because to me, I have no, no shame in my game. I've had plenty of people like, you cannot record. Sure. Or... They just started recording. And I was like, oh, okay. For the record, I don't have an active Twitter. This is not a me situation. <laughs> hypothetical. <laughs> and not my hypothetical situation either. And this is why we can't be friends. <laughs> I use my Twitter for networking. <laughs> and toy sales. And toy sales, yep. Yeah, toy sales. But I I can't say like, you know, to me, all that stuff, I mean, people do it for one thing and one thing only, and that's attention, period, point blank. We are all human. We like t- attention. I know I can say for myself, I do it because I like the fact that I, people get off to me. That is a turn on for myself. Like, that's awesome. I feel like a superhero to know that people are busting nuts because of me. That's great. I like to be amused, too. And I like it so much that like when I am in a dating situation, like I don't want to go balls to the walls and have sex all the time. Like I want to work up to it. I want I want you to tell me like I'm beautiful every day or I'm sexy every day and want it and crave it and stuff and then like give it to you. I feel like being amused is fun for me. It's good. I truly do. And like so that comes to but the But at the same time like, too. When it comes down to getting into a situation where you get, become exclusive or you get in a relationship, say a person needs to understand that they actually have a duty now, and that is that you are not going to have to fill a void that was already being fulfilled in another avenue. So now that you are closing that avenue. So you think that when you become exclusive and start dating somebody, now you have an obligation to fulfill their sexual needs? I feel like, what's it called? So for me, 
what I was get, what I got from Twitter was the sexual attraction. Like, oh, I'm so sexy, da da da, right? Right. The attention. The attention. So now, if I'm going to be exclusive with somebody, you about to be my man, my boyfriend. I'm not going to be posting on Twitter. I'm not going to be doing all that thing. I so can you need the reassurance. Down. So guess what? You, what you're going to be doing for me is you're going to make sure that oh, I'm sexy. Oh, baby, you look good. You're going to be sending me naked pictures. I'm going to be sending you naked pictures. We're going to be sending each other's things because guess what? That's a turn on for me. So like you're going to have to fulfill that. That's just real shit. Because if I'm going to lose it. You, now, what if you start dating that person? They're giving you all that attention, mm-hmm. but they don't necessarily want to have sex all the time. I don't. I'm not a have a sex all the time person. I don't want to have sex all the time. I do feel that I need to have sex at least three times a week. That's fair. Three so, times a week. Three times a week for sure. Yeah, and then like some weeks it could be more than that just because you're feeling it, and yep. sometimes it could be once. Sure, yeah. Because that's just the way the. And at the end crumbles. of the day, I mean, like. I like the build up. It should, it should. I, I like when it is the tension. Yeah, I like it too. When it's you hot. have had like a like, whole make week, me beg for it. <laughs> a whole week done went by, and it's just been like, oh my god, it's gonna be so good. We're going see, to it's gonna be like go rabbits down, right? You know what I'm saying? Like that's the good shit for real, for real. But when you having sex every single fucking day, and that's there's like not an it. expectation. No, like if I know it's a job. Yeah. Mm-mm. Nope. Sorry. I do feel that, you know, as people, we do get on a routine. For sure. But I mean, I definitely have my own needs too. I feel I feel routines are good. But when a routine starts to go off, it's when it's like, okay. What's going on? What's going on here, honey? The routine is off a little bit. And well, and that's why I think it's important in dating and start a new situation is to make sure that you find that routine because you have to mm-hmm. find it first. And it's all about conversation. An, expe- an expectation. Right. As we both have gotten older, we both, and it's the truth, and we have, we can live it, we have lived it, we've seen it, it is the truth. Communication is everything, like, for real, for real. If you don't fucking talk about it, how the fuck is anybody going to ever know? Yeah. The awkward conversations that you feel are awkward, honestly, half the time, those are the conversations that need to be had. Oh, and as I've na- navigated dating, I have been very upfront and been like, I don't like this. Watching you g- dating as my friend it has been awesome. And I'm glad to have been a part of it. And I'm glad you have been a part of my situation as well, honestly. It's interesting, but huh? <laughs> it is. It is. Like, the gaze of our lives. <laughs> big, I'm you, we need a motherfucking TV episode. We, we need the cameras because. This shit is interesting. Dude. Yeah, I'm just very much standing my ground. And at first, I thought I was self sabotaging, like, oh, that's the single you, like putting your foot down. But there are certain things where it's like, first of all, I am not going to go into a situation and allow somebody to think, oh, you can get away with X, Y, and Z if I'm really uncomfortable with it. Because you kind of like, when you first start dating somebody and you really like them, you start making excuses for certain things they do. Like, oh, mm-hmm. that's. That's not cute, but I'm not going to say anything because I like him. Like, no, fuck that. Uh-huh. Don't do that. Uh-huh. That's weird to me. Don't be weird. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, you have to put your foot down on some stuff because why go into it being fake? Like, actually, if you ever do anything like that again, like for you, you know, like if you were to date a white boy that used the N-word, like that's ugly. <laughs> that's so ugly. Like, and so you would immediately be like, you shouldn't don't do that. That's a turn off. 
it's disrespectful. <laughs> and this is why. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, you know, I you gotta would, draw the line, right? You gotta draw a line somewhere. <laughs> you gotta draw a line somewhere. <laughs> I just think it's important to be upfront with people and let them know your expectations and just make sure that you can match those expectations. That's real shit. Match those expectations. That's what's important. It's like, don't expect things out of people that you can't deliver. Guys, this podcast is getting real, (laughs) y'all. We are having honesty hour, bitch. And then when you become exclusive with somebody after being single for so long and having all this sexual fluidity and like doing your own thing and having sexual freedom at what, like what are the conflicts there? Like what point do you, are you like, okay, is there, is there like a light switch where you suddenly just don't have those same desires that you used to have. And now it's like, Oh, just this person, you know, cause obviously like we're human. We're all, you know, I'm going to be attracted to other people. I'm not going to be attracted to just one person for the rest of my life. Right. But like, at what point in your brain does that switch go off that says, you know, although this person is a very good looking person, I don't desire them. And if they were to, you know, tap on my shoulder (laughs) in a dark room, I wouldn't do anything. (laughs) Siri, I'm asking you a question. I hear you, but at the end of the day, where's the line? The line is drawn once you done made the commitment to that person that y'all are together. So So it's all about commitment. Yeah. And in your head, what what do you think changes for you to want to make that commitment? Well, I have to be in love with that person. Love. Mm-hmm. And that's vague, but okay. For I mean, for sure. I would have to be in love. I didn't say I'd have to love that person. I need to be in love with that person. Do you have to live together? No, I don't feel you need to be I don't feel that you need to live together I, to be in love. That's not what I said. I don't feel I'm, just, I'm, I'm trying to check all the boxes. So okay, you have okay. to be in love. What else? So once you love that person, your love just has to be strong enough to say, I just don't. Yeah, your love, your loyalty. I mean, your commitment. The fact that you said, okay, we're going to do this together. My word is mm-hmm. my bond. So now we're cutting hoes off. Oh, yes. To me, <clears throat> I can be a hoe out here in these motherfucking streets. Do my thug thizzle. As soon as the boyfriend were, or we are together, this is the situation at hand. It's a wrap for me. I can come. I can compartmentalize all that shit because at the end of the day, I can do that. It's it's very. I mean, there's so many situations that you don't see yourself in that that's what you're gonna have to do. But when it comes down to the one that is like the priority of it all, the one that's like okay. Fuck all these other hoes. Is that simple to this? All right, rap. It's cool. For me. Do you feel like you would struggle <clears throat> with temptation? No. Like at the end of the day, like for me, like the pictures on your lock screen and stuff. Yes, what if Lord. what if your mm-hmm. other half said that makes me uncomfortable? That makes I mean, he I looks, say he looks to, way better than me. You need to suck it the fuck up, bitch. Straight up. If you have a if you have a problem with the with the Insta celebrity that's on my phone, you need to suck it the fuck up because it's not going anywhere. So you would call that like a celebrity crush yeah, type situation. That's, that's exactly a, what's that's an exception for you. Yeah. Okay. So what if said celebrity crush flirted with you while you're in this committed relationship? 
Oh Jesus! Look here, can we talk about a hall pass? <laughs> can we talk? now? All of a sudden, we don't can, want. To, can we, we talk about a hall pass? Look, can we talk about a hall pass? Monogamy is suddenly <laughs> off, not necessarily. We are firm. all human. We are all human, and that's why I bring up the conversation. We are all because uh, where's the line? When 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 does temptation, you know, push you too far? Celebrity when you're talking about push commit, you too far. I don't think that's fair. Why isn't it? Because fuck a celebrity, they're normal people too. I'm just talking about good looking people in general. Like, okay, say you're with somebody mm-hmm. and the sexiest man on earth just happens to stumble into your life or you, you know, you guys are working in the same space and they start flirting with you and stuff like that. Are you going to step outside of your marriage? I'm going to have to have a phone call. <laughs> with who? Dr. Phil? With my significant other and let them know like, so look here. Honesty hour. This man is here. You know how much I have always wanted this person. Is it okay if I get my one too? <laughs> and they say absolutely not. There, if you do that, we we will get divorced. I'm like, okay, babe. And I hang up the phone. <laughs> <laughs> You're terrible. Okay, well, at least we're being realistic about it. It's just so hard to be definite about everything. When you, how would you, how would you handle the situation? I don't know. I honestly don't know because I've struggled with temptation before, mm-hmm. but not while I was committed. Okay, I've struggled with temptation while I've been in a relationship on the rocks. <laughs> the rocks. Yeah, a relationship that was struggling, mm-hmm. and temptation got the best of me, but never in a committed relationship. And I think kind of what you said is like. You're able to compartmentalize and be like, no. But as I've grown in myself and my independence, I just feel like I can't restrict myself of being realistic. So it just makes me think, I, I again, I don't know what I would do, but, you know, I guess I would need a scenario kind of like I gave you with mm-hmm. Zach Dobson. Same scenario with whoever the hell you like. And I'm trying to think of somebody that would make me want to step outside of my marriage. <laughs> Oh, you don't have one? Oh, well, Zach Dobson definitely is. Yes, Lord. Mm-hmm. Jack Harlow. Amen. Mm. I mean, there's about a lot of very attractive men, Nos. but. Lenos? <laughs> Suddenly, I'm hungry. <laughs> Certainly. Or Chris Brown in them snow photos. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I'm doing those photos. I'm doing. I'm doing that. You yeah, know. I don't give a fuck. If Chris Brown was right next to you, nigga. You fucking him. I don't give a fuck, bitch. Please, I don't hear that shit. If Lil Nas was around you, bitch, you fucking him. Ask for forgiveness later. Period. Yes, I I, I know you, friend. I love you. But ask for forgiveness rather than permission. I'm gonna ask for forgiveness <laughs> later. I feel like again, my significant other would have to. They would have to understand. I think they would understand, and they'd yeah. be like, you know, what I'm saying like, because it don't mean I don't love you any less. Right. I just, you know, that's that's Do you think that it would affect your relationship? Would you you think that once you had that, you would desire that all the time? No, I'd be like, look here, if you need to, you know, get your one off too, you know what I'm saying? No, no, no. Sometimes they want to do a tip or tap, you know? So I just like take that tension off the table and be like, But I feel like once that door opens, do you want to join? I feel like once that door opens, that's when problems start to seep in. Mm, No. Yeah, because once you say, oh, well, and then now in the future, 
you're both open to that. Well, it's happened before, so it can happen again. That's only if you open up to be like and, that. And then next thing you know, you've opened that door and you're sleeping no. with this person and then you get an emotional attachment to that person and all of a sudden it's infiltrated your marriage. Now you're being a cancer and you are definitely it's going no, over the situation. You're just I mean, I may have went down a rabbit hole a little bit, but that's, that's real life shit that ha- happens all the time. And the same thing happens with throuples. They'll bring the third person in and then the third person ends up getting closer to the one of the main two, and now one. So of then, what? We all supposed to just be single, forever. I that's the, that's why we're having these conversations about being exclusive and where's the line, what's the boundaries, what is it okay to you. And at the end of the day, I feel like everybody has I, a conscience right in their conscience. At the end of the day, them. I feel that everybody's situation is going to be different for every single person. Period. Point blank. Some those situations we are not going to understand how they fucking work. Just whatever feels right to you, right? To that person, yeah. That's, I mean, that's honest to God. Because I think about situations that are going for a very long, that I, that I know personally that have gone on for a long time. And I'd be like, I don't even know how it works. But it works. When, when is appropriate for you to start introducing somebody you're dating to friends and family? Oh, see, for me... The person that actually matters to me is my dad. So you meet my brother, you're not special. You meet my mom, <laughs> you're not special. You meet my sister, you're not special. You meet my dad, uh-huh. you're special. <clears throat> Just know that. You meet my dad. I think I, that's kind of how I feel about Joey. You meet like, my if dad, you meet my special. mom or nanny or whatever, like, whatever. But if you meet Joey, that's important. Yeah, because also you and Raven too. That's the that's the. Mm-mm. I think you and Raven are. I wouldn't just introduce just anybody to you guys. <laughs> yeah, because I'm not. I I'll be watching. <laughs> yeah, I'm a pit bull friend. And so, what happens when you're dating somebody and your friends like, "Bitch, you don't need to be tolerating that. You need to that this bitch is trying to slide that shit in like a fits and it don't." And you need to chill out on that. Like, they're gaslighting you. They're manipulating you. This you, isn't, you're becoming the friend that you never wanted to be. You're not yourself anymore. You're losing. <laughs> what? <laughs> what happens when your friend tells you that? Do you listen? Or do you just say, oh, I'm going to give it another year? <laughs> I'm sticking. Yeah, I value my friend's opinion a lot. And if I had a friend tell me like I value my friends all of the too. red flags are saying no bitch, then I think I would listen. Like if Raven told me that somebody I was dating was like a eh eh. Mm-hmm. I would be like, mm-hmm. Bitch, mm-hmm. you're probably right. I will hear them. So at what point do you start listening to your friend's I, advice, people? I, I hear my friends. You hear them loud I hear and clear, my right? Friends, I hear my friends loud and clear. Uh-huh. I receive what it is that my friends are saying. You don't even take your own advice. You'll be giving your friend's advice, <laughs> your sister. I and... receive what it is that my friends are saying. Uh-huh. And you filter it. And I calculate it. You translate it. Into your and, words, into your you know, words. I, I filter it 
and let it trickle on down into my spirit little by little uh-huh. until like like an hourglass. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Until it runneth over. So n- nice and marinated. Yes. And then once it is like completely dissolved in there and, and then you're like, oh, now I want to listen. Yeah. Then it's sunk in. It's Once not. It's not, it's not now. It's not now that I, now. It's now I have heard. Okay. Because I was. You're listening. like a sponge. You just have to let it go. To I gotta. Mm-hmm, gotta suck it all the way up. Right. And so, how long has it been since you've been marinating? <laughs> the advice from your friends in your current situation. <laughs> you know, but it's just, thirty more days. <laughs> it's is is twenty twenty one. I mean twenty. Yeah, you act it's, like it. <laughs> <laughs> it no, you're not, it's been since 2021 yeah. that you've been. No. 2022. Yes. Since you've been. Uh, it's, uh, you know. It's kind of let things, uh, let the cookie crumble where it lays. You know, sometimes you just have to let your friends figure it out on their own. <laughs> and you got to take a step back and be like, you know what? This dumb bitch is going to figure it out eventually. And they will. She's going to wake up and, you know. They probably have already figured it out. And they're just in denial. Amen. Okay, we're getting hypothetical again. So. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like this was a real good conversation, a nice, good uh, mm-hmm. welcome back chat. Um, this is what our lives have basically been for, like, the last year. It's, like, dating and getting to know people and struggling with those conversations. So it's kind of nice to, like, put it on the flow. Put it on the flow. Is it the shot o'clock? Baddies, baddies, shot o'clock. Oh, it's five o'clock. Guys, we're definitely going to be doing some content on reality TV soon, so stay tuned for that. For we're sure. We're trying to get our foot back in the door. Life has just been crazy, as we've kind of just discussed hypothetically some of our dating situations. Uh, we have just been going through an adjustment in life, and thank you for being patient with us, and stay tuned for so much more content. We've got loads and loads of lists of things that we want to talk about, and it's been... It's been real, you guys. It's been, it's been exciting. Um, yeah, I can't wait to do more. If you listened all the way through, thank you for listening to make sure that you show us some love on whatever platform you're listening on. Yeah, you remember it, Kabil. Until next time, that's a wrap. That's it. That's it. <laughs> we always say something else, Turkey. I always say that's a wrap. I know we say that's a wrap, but we said something we would say else. We would say make sure that you like, us, like, share, and follow all that. That one, okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. all right. That's a wrap. That's a wrap. Ha, 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 ha.